0: Yeah, that's it yeah.
1: cha- uh, Verse what?
2: Fresh one.
0: Fresh
1: verse 1 one. Yeah. Okay. Thumbs up when y'all ready What version are you reading, sir?
2: Uh, New King James right? New King James Okay, okay Okay. Still King James, but no No battles and Right, right, right Yeah, right oh, Okay So it says um, Finally then, brethren We urge and, and exhort in the name of Lord Jesus That you should abound more and more Jesus, just as you received from us, you you ought to walk and please God, for you know what commandments we gave um, you through the Lord Jesus. So basically with, with that, I want to when we when we step into this life, when we come into the lives of being born again and being saved, our first and number one purpose is to please God, right? So a lot of times let's see when we th- think about like athletes they use uh, measurements to keep track of, of what they're doing right so they'll maybe um, how much they're lifting how much you know how you know you can a personal personal rep or personal best right so if you're bench pressing you know hundred 140 pounds you know you're trying to get to the the next length right the way we keep keep track and the measure things we do is by pleasing God that should be the only measurement that we go through go through in life so that so we are called so that's our purpose, right? A call to a purpose, right? And then with that purpose, there's responsibilities that come with that. So if we please God, we have to walk in, and what that looks like to please God. So let's. Uh, so then let's go, to, um, let's go to Matthew 28, verse 19. Matthew 28, verse
1: 19. And then uh, comment a thumbs up, or yeah, just show me a thumbs up when y'all have it virtually. You said 13? Yeah. Or no, Matthew 28, verse 19, my fault. 19. Matthew 28, 19. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Y'all got it in person? Everybody got it? Go ahead.
2: All right. So actually also tried eighteen, but and Jesus came came and spoke to them, saying, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on the earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And and I am with you always, even to the end of age. Amen. So, so with that, right? So I talked about our purpose. Our purpose is to. To please God forevermore, right? So then, He gives us responsibilities, right? Our our number one responsibility is to grow, to grow our faith, to go, right? So let's just start to go. That's command. So we gotta live. We gotta come come out of where we are right now. We gotta leave our home, leave wherever we are, and go. So that's that's the first. Case. This is a great commission, and to teach people to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and um, and to make disciples. And I think a lot of times. Um, the church doesn't doesn't do a great job of teaching that of what discipleship looks like, right? That's something that we're all called to do. You know, some are called to be teachers, pastors, prophets, evangelists, but we're all called to teach. We're all called to spread, spread the word of God and to make disciples. So um, so yeah, those are the two things. So we're given we're given a purpose, our purpose is to please God, and then we must accept the responsibilities that come with that. And with that the Great Commission. And that's Matthew twenty eight, um, eighteen through nineteen or through twenty.
1: So, off of what he said, um, yes, yes, that's excellent. Um, we are called upon to make disciples everywhere. So, what does that mean? Disciples is people who are fully dedicated to God, right? So, we are supposed to spread the word. You can you can do work for God and be a firefighter, be a doctor, be a police officer. You can be a barber and be spreading the God, spreading the word of God in in your chair cutting hair. That's doing the work of God, spreading the word everywhere you go, right? So you go, you walking around the street. Let's say you're in the gym. You're doing a workout. you like, Jesus loves you, man. Died, Jesus died on the cross for you, man. And, you know, you're spreading it that way. You just, you just did work for God that day, you know? So that's how you can spread the word of God. It's very simple. It's not something that's difficult. Um, if you read your Bible, you know the word of God. And if you have people in your family who told you the word of God, then you understand the word of God, right?
2: Okay.
1: Um, what else was that? Say off what you said. But yeah, what he did for us. Christ died on the cross for us and sacrificed everything so that we could have a relationship with him. The most unselfish thing that anyone could do in the history of of all history, he did for us, so that we could have the benefit of having a relationship with him. He took all the wrath of God, he took being beaten, he took being spit at. He he had nails driven into his hands so that we could have a relationship with him. I don't, we don't I don't think we fully grasp you know what he did for us like it, it was it's undescribable it's unimaginable because I don't I don't know about y'all but to to be laid out and disrespected and he he on the cross Lord Lord why have you forsaken me he crying out to God He. I, um, I'm thinking when I'm reading about nails in the cross you know we see like very tiny nails in our day and age but i'm thinking back in that time it was probably wooden it was probably pretty big being in his hands like and they put the the crown in his on his head to disrespect him like haha you you think you're the king of the jews like like that's crazy and they talk about where is your god now and saying all kinds of disrespectful talk like i don't think we fully understand what he has done for us I, I, don't, I don't think I fully understand, honestly. And he fulfilled what was prophesied in the Old Testament, which is Isaiah 53, verse 4 through 6. Everybody turn to that, please, so I can show y'all it.
0: <laughs>
1: Isaiah 53, verse 4 through 6. And he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit, which gives us discernment, conviction, and guides us through all of our life. So, Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4 through 6. Turn to that, please. And this is in the Old Testament. I want to remind you all of that. Chapter 4 through 6. And I'm going to read in the New Internet. Actually, I'm going to read in the New Living Translation. Let me know when y'all ready. I got it. Thumbs up. Yep. 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 Virtually, if y'all got it, put a thumbs up, please. Thumbs up. Okay. All right. I'm going to read. So it says, yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought... His troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins, but he was p- pierced for our rebellion, crushed for crushed for our sins, he was beaten so that we could be whole, he was whipped so that we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left we have left God's path to follow our, follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. Scripture says the the payment of sin is death. So Christ died on the cross for us as a payment for our I sins. Can hear you. Like I said, He died on the cross for the payment of our sins. That's the price that he had to pay for us. You know, like um, you know like how if somebody goes to jail, somebody has to pay the bail. So Jesus paid the bail for us for the punish for the crime that we committed, which is sin. You know, when Adam and Eve took the bite of apple, they they reaped the sin, the the, the the price of sin is destruction. The price of sin is death. That's why we—that's why we died because of the sin that we committed. That's the curse we received, right? So, when he when he prophesized over when someone when this person prophesized in the Old Testament, it was fulfilled in the New Testament. And the fulfillment of the New Testament was Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. So, when you read when you, are, when, you when we're reading Isaiah 53, does that not sound like Jesus? What they describe him? What is prophesized Sounds like Jesus to me So when he returns again When he returns with the trumpets And the angels and the sky opens up That's going to be the fulfillment of the New Testament Which talked about throughout the New Testament About when he's going to return So All he wants is a relationship with us By walking faithfully, intentionally Daily by repenting of our sins Scripture says a man of God Meditates on his word day and night and man cannot live off bread alone but of every word of God. So you can't just you can't just get the word Sunday. The same way you can you can't just eat Sunday. You gotta eat Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you gotta be reading your word Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You gotta daily give your life to God because He gave His life for you. That's what we have to do as Christians, as people who believe in God and choose to walk
2: faithfully with Him. Go. And that's also why discipleship is important right so if you just if you're just going to church on sunday right you just you know you see the man in the pulpit and he's just preaching you have no, no relationship with them no no idea who he is he has no idea who you are and you have no no way to navigate your own faith it's harder when you you know when you, when you come into this right you, you're a brand new christian you're just like yeah i'm gonna praise god you ain't you ain't got no 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 idea what to do next right you just know you got to get in somebody's church but, well, you know, that's why discipleship is important Having a leader, having someone guide you And, and teach you that, that's, what, that's what Jesus did, right? That's what He he's called everyone, everyone to do I think that's uh, one of the biggest flaws To the modern church right now Is the lack of discipleship But I just wanted to add it in Like you said Matthew seven twenty-one through
1: 23 Turn to that, please, real quick uh, Matthew 7, 21-23 Real quick, quick look, quick look. And I want one of y'all to read that. And we're gonna read in the New Living Translation. So whoever finds it first, I want y'all to read it. Who got it first? You
2: said
1: twenty-three. Uh, twenty-one through twenty-three, Matthew seven. You got it first. Okay. Hold on, uh, let's wait for everybody to be ready. Put a thumbs up, virtually, uh, thumbs up in person if you got it, and then she's going to read. 21 Matthew 7. through 23, Matthew 7, yes. So whenever y'all got it, just let me know, yeah? Got it, got it, got it, thumbs up. Go ahead.
2: Now everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter
0: the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment
2: day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name, perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you you will will break God's law.
1: In another translation, it says, you doers of inequity. What does that mean? So, when he says that, think of it like this. Uh, You're not letting someone, you're not letting some random dude or random girl into your house. Yo, let's say you got a house, somebody call up, knock on your door. Yo, let me in. Let me in. I did this, you know. I I I watered, I watered your lawn. I mowed your grass. I've done all these things for you. Like I, I bought food for your family. Like let me in. I don't know you. I'm not letting you in. The same way, if we don't have a relationship with Christ, He's not gonna let us into His kingdom of heaven. So we have to know God. We can't be subscribed to the religion and not do the work behind it. Faith without works is dead. That's what it tells in the text. We have to put the work behind following God. We have to be intent with our walk with God. The same way you are intentional with your friends and your family, you spend time with them. You have to spend time with God. We have to spend time with God. It is not. A, it's not a. Uh, shh, I think I got like two minutes. Uh, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Put it. Put a. Put a set time for you to spend with God. Like okay, I got. I got. An hour before my first class I'm gonna wake up early because I want to spend time with God because I want to be intentional okay um, sh- I got an hour before I gotta go to bed let me spend an hour with God right okay while I'm eating what can I do I could read my Bible while I eat instead of being on social media instead of being on YouTube instead of being on Netflix I could spend time with God while I eat man I cannot live off bread alone but the what? Word of God right so we could do both at the same time right? <laughs> Okay, so, um, but yeah, like I said, walking faithfully, intentionally, daily, repenting of our sins, being baptized. That's what he asked of all of us. Matthew 3, verse 2, real quick. We're going to be in Matthew a lot today. Matthew uh, 3, verse 2. Actually, 3, 1 through 2. I'll read, I'll read both of those. We all got it. Everybody got it? Yeah, yeah. In those days came John the Baptist, preaching in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What does that mean? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So, um, how can I best explain this? At, at this moment, this moment in time. every Every day we make a decision. Every second we make a decision. Either we're going to serve the Lord or we're going to serve ourselves. We're going to serve the Lord or we're going to serve the devil. it's one or two options, right? Either we're going to serve ourselves or we're going to serve God. So, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, which means the choices we make determines if we're going to see the kingdom of heaven. That's why it's at hand. This is what's at stake. This is what the consequences of our actions could ensue. Either they will reap good consequences, which is the kingdom of heaven, or they're going to reap bad. Or they're going to reap bad consequences, which is going to be completely absent from the Lord's presence, which is complete darkness and gnashing and, and all of that bad stuff. So, as Christians, what, what are we called to do? We are called to represent Christ on earth. We're supposed to deny ourselves and follow God. Matthew 16, verse 24 through 26. We'll turn to that real quick. And whoever got it first, I'd like them to read. Whatever Matthew sixteen. Yeah, Matthew sixteen, uh, twenty-four through twenty-six. And y'all can read whatever whatever whoever wants to read can read whatever version they want. I'm just gonna talk about a different version if y'all pick a different version. You got it? Hold on. Everybody got it? Yep yep Thumbs up uh, Virtually Y'all got it virtually Okay Go ahead man uh, So it says uh, Then Jesus said to his disciples If any of you wants to be my follower You must give up your own way Take up your cross and follow me uh, through 26 Go ahead, go uh, ahead. Right. If you try to hang on to your life You will lose it But if you give up your life for my sake You will save it what do you benefit if you gain the whole world to own your own or lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Yeah. Thank you, man, thank you. It says, If any man will come after me, so right there, it says, You gotta run after the Lord. We gotta run after him. Like we chasing him. That's what we're supposed to be pursuing. Forget everything on this earth, we running after the Lord and everything will follow. Scripture says he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So we constantly seeking the Lord, we gonna reap blessings. We are gonna read nothing but blessings, right? So we gotta run after him. Let let a man deny himself, which means, what what was the translation that you read? NLT. NLT. It says, or in the King James, it says deny yourself, which means you can't do what you wanna do. You gotta do what Christ wants you to do. Follow him. Go after him. Take up his cross and follow him we're supposed to be like christ that's who we're supposed to be pursuing you want to when when we when we give our life to god the old us dies and a new creation in christ is born so we are not the same person we used to be we're not hanging out with the same friends we're not hanging out with with family who disrespect the lord we're not uh, being in environments that disrespect the lord Right, we're not we're not in the same environments. We're not in the same space. We're not entertaining the same people that we used to do. We walk in with a new creation in Christ. You know how everybody says every year, new year, same me, right? You know about that. We can't be a new us if we're not with Christ. You just the same you. You're just doing different things, right? Okay. So, um, Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse seventeen. This is just reiterating what I'm saying. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Let me know when y'all got that. Thumbs up uh, virtually y'all have it. I'm going to read this one.
0: Got
1: it, got it. Good, good. Yep, yep. Got it over there, big man? Yep. What about you, Sister Rachel? You got it? What oh, did she say? She said she got it. Oh, you got it? Okay. Therefore, if any man... Oh, I'm reading King James, by the way. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. What does passed away mean? Die. Behold, all things are become anew. I'll read some more. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So, once we once we are born, we are born in sin because of what Adam and Eve did. Right? So, our whole life we have to reconcile with the Lord. Reconcile, what does that mean? What does that mean? Make amends. Get back. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta apologize for the things that we did, which is repentance. We gotta. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry for all the sins I've committed in the past that I didn't know, and the sins that I'm committing now. Cause you know I'm 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 a sinner. I was born a sinner. You know. You know this, Lord. I apologize, Lord. I'm sorry. I won't, I won't. I will try my best to not partake in this no more. Lord, listens. Okay. I forgive you. Now we have to put the work behind it. We have to turn away, completely turning away, which means we are not putting ourselves in places where we can fall into sin. Let's say you're addicted to drinking. You're not going to no clubs. You're not going partying. You're not, you're not, um, you're not going to uh, a bar. You're not going into places where you can fall into sin. Let's say you're addicted to weed. You're not. You're not. Um, you're throwing away your ashes. You 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 blocking your dealer. You know. You taking the steps behind it to completely turn away. Like, how can I explain? Like, you know, like when you you know, like when you're when you're driving and you make a turn. You don't. You're not the same way that you used to go. Now, if you're not if you're not fully turning, you're gonna keep making right turns and going in a circle. You gotta completely turn and stay on that path. There's a path of the straight and narrow, and a path of wide and broad. Wide and broad that leads to destruction. Straight and and narrow path leads to righteousness, leads to the kingdom of God. But the wide path leads to wickedness and leads to the kingdom of the devil, which is, which is completely absent of the Lord. Right? Galatians 5:16 through 17. sixteen through seventeen.
2: I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are are contrary to one to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. Keep, keep reading. Oh okay, okay. But but if you are led by by the Spirit, you're, you are you are not under the law. You're on, you're on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the the works of the flesh are evident, which are which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, gloominess, uh, lo- idolatry, sorcery, hatred, um, mm-hmm. consultation, uh, outburst. Keep going. Keep going. Outburst of of wrath. Selfish, selfish ambition. Uh, what's that? Dissensions, Dissensions. hearsays, hearsays, envy, murder, drunkenness, robberies, and like uh, of which I, I tell you, behold, just yes, as I also told you in the time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. If we partake in these things willingly, we'll, we will
1: not inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is at hand. This is what is at, at the cost of pursuing our flesh rather than the spirit. Uh, but if you are led by the spirit, you are under. If you are led of the spirit, uh, if you led by the spirit, you're not going to reap the destruction of the flesh, which is the not which is not inheriting the kingdom of God. But if you let me continue, keep keeping the text. Uh, verse 22 right here but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long-suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance against such there is no law and they that are christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust crucified which is nailing your, your yourself to your christ your cross denying yourself we have to deny ourselves I'm not I'm not I'm not walking with myself. I'm walking with God. I'm a servant of God. I am following God. That's who we are following. Not following I'm not following uh Brad Pitt on Instagram. I'm not following uh uh what's that, what's that girl's name on TikTok. I'm not following that girl on TikTok. I'm following God. I'm subscribed to God. I'm listening to God. That's who I'm following. That's who I'm running after. That's the pursuit. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Okay, it might feel like a, it might feel like a sprint cuz life is very short. And every second is a blessing. But every second we got to spend following God. Okay. Joshua 24, 15. Real quick. Now to give you context, uh, Joshua is talking to, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the Israelites. I I could be wrong. I'm going to read the New International Version. Actually, Joshua 24, 14 through 15. And let me know when y'all have that. Good night, you got it? Okay. Thumbs up when y'all have it virtually. Y'all got it? yep 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 yep. Uh, uh, uh. but if serving the lord seems undesirable to you then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living but as for me and my household we will serve the lord Every day we make a choice. Every second we make a choice. This is what I talked about earlier. Every second we make a choice. Either we're going to choose who these people serve, which is false gods, or in our case, ourselves, where we treat ourselves as gods in our life. Or following the Lord. And following the Lord, we reap blessings. We get eternal life. We get fruits of the Holy Spirit. We get all these blessings if we choose to follow the Lord. So... We have to deny ourselves. We have to crucify our flesh. We have to be intent with God. We got to stop playing with the Lord because the kingdom is at hand. Okay. Um, What was I going to say? We walk by faith and not by sight. If you look around the world, um, it's going to tell you, um, yeah, having sex before marriage is okay yeah smoking yeah drinking because we see these celebrities we see it on movies we see it on tv we see it everywhere but we walk by faith and not by sight we don't walk by what we see we walk by what god tells us and what what he tells us is what he tells us in the in the in the bible he tells us that to be sober be vigilant because the the devil roareth like a lion ready to devour what do what do lions do they hunt they wait for their prey to slip up and then they attack when they are wounded right so when when we fall into sin or when we when we start to question God that's when the devil comes in and attacks he waits when you are weak and tries to attack you right and he roars like a lion you know how strong a lion is he's ready to devour that means he is waiting on you. He's waiting for you to slip up. He's like, man, I can't wait for Dre to slip up. I'm going to attack him. I can't wait for John to slip up. I'm going to attack him. I can't wait for Brandon to slip up. I'm going to attack him. I can't wait. I'm waiting on it. He mad right now. You see how many people in here? He is mad right now, right? He's waiting for y'all when y'all get out of here to be like, man, Brandon tripping. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live by myself and do what I want to do. Instead of doing what Christ wants me to do. So, um, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. This is what we about as all youth to fellowship. This is what I encourage for all of us. I want you to read that. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Thumbs up when y'all got that. Thumbs up, uh, virtually. So
2: chapter
1: 2. Chapter 2, verse 22. Yes, ma'am. Let me know when y'all got that. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Yep, yep. Okay, go ahead.
2: Okay. Run from anything that stimu- stimulates
0: you. I'm sorry.
2: Run go from ahead, anything you
1: that stimulates youthful lust. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. We all call upon the Lord. In another translation, it says, along with those who call upon the or call on the Lord of a pure heart. So we all call upon the Lord. We all believe in the Lord. We all try to, we're trying. If we haven't started, we're going to start today. We're going to walk with the Lord of a pure heart. We have to. In another translation, it says, "Flee the evil desires of you. Flee from it." What does "flee" mean? It means run. Like run as fast as you can. It's very, it's very strong on the language of like, you gotta, you gotta run away from it because it doesn't say, it doesn't just say stop. It says run because it. Um, God knows in our nature, we we see we see with our eyes, so we gonna think that what we see is okay. But we have to flee from it. We have to run from it. We have to turn away from it and walk the path of the Lord and not walk the path of what the world tells us is okay, but what God tells us is okay. And we know what God tells us is okay through his word, through prayer, through fasting, through spending time with him. We know it is okay. The same way when your parent told you what's right and wrong. God is our heavenly parent. and He speaks through his text. He speaks through creation. Everything that we see, the clouds, the skies, the birds, the people, who have the light of the Lord in them. That's how he speaks through us. Or speaks to us. Right. Matthew twenty four, thirty-six through thirty-eight. Back to Matthew. And then after this, um, we're going to read 25, 31 through 46. But y'all don't got to worry about that yet. Um, Who hasn't read yet? Who wants to read? You want to read? Okay.
0: 24
1: through 36. Or 24. Chapter 24, 36 uh, through 38. Thumbs up when y'all got that virtually. And thumbs up when y'all have it in person. Everybody ready? You can go ahead. Uh
2: thirty eight.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: However, no one knows
1: the day or hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the son himself.
0: Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and
1: weddings right up to the time Noah entered his room. What does that mean? It means no one knows when God is going to return except for God. When he dwelt among us, he didn't know, but when he returned to heaven, then he fully then he then he fully remembered when he left, right? So it says not even the angels, nobody on earth knows, only God knows when he will return. And in those days, people are going to be loyal to themselves and not to God. It says in the days uh in, in Noah's time before the flood, uh people were eating, drinking, sinning, doing whatever they wanted to do because they didn't know God was coming back. But I bet if they knew God was or they didn't know that God was going to flood the earth. I bet if they knew that God was going to flood the earth, they would stop immediately what they were doing. So it says that we are going to have no idea when he returns. So every day, every second, we need to prepare ourselves, which means putting our full armor of God and being ready. So at any time we can be confident. God, if you want to take me now, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I can go at any time. I know I'm coming back with you. I got no, no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my soul, no doubt in my heart. When you come back, I'm coming back with you. You gonna pick me up with those angels when the when the sky opens and and the trumpets go off. I know I'm picked up. I can put my hand in the air like I know I'm good. So we have to prepare ourselves every day because even if it seems like the day is very far ahead. It's coming soon, man. It's coming very soon. That's why we have to be ready now. Be ready today. That's why it says, Meditate on your law day and night. Because you don't know if he'll come in the day or you don't know if he'll come in the night. So that's why we have to be ready every day and every night. And we have to choose the Lord. We can't choose ourselves every day. The kingdom is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand um, Matthew 25, 31 through 46. let me know when y'all ready. Thumbs up, uh, virtually when y'all ready. Thumbs up in person when y'all ready. And we gonna read, uh, Matthew, uh, 25, 30, uh, 31 through, um, 41. Y'all ready? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Ready? Yep. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. I'm going to break this up. We're going to go over this real right now. So he's going to separate the sheep and the goats. The sheep are the people who following God, walking with God, um, denying themselves, crucifying their flesh, intentionally walking with God. The goats are those who, who, who do what they want to do and think that there's going to be no consequences for their actions and think that they can just do whatever they want and not reap consequences. So it's going to be sheeps and it's going to be goats. He's going to be like, okay, you, you a sheep. You're not going to say it like that, but you a sheep, you a goat. You're going to move y'all, move us apart. Be like, Dre, you a sheep. Jalen, you a goat. Move us like that, right? You're going to divide us. Family, mother and brother, sister and cousins separating us, right? Then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. What is inheritance? When do you receive inheritance? After someone dies, Right. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty or give you something to drink? When did we see you, a stranger, invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of those, one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So whatever we do on this earth, however we treat people. Treat them like how you would treat Christ. Love them. Care for them. Pray for them. Pray for those who don't believe in him. Pray that God will remove the scales. Scripture says that, y'all know who Apostle Paul is? Y'all know who that is? He wrote most of the Bible. He was a prosecutor of, of Christians. He went after Christians before God removed the scales from his eyes. He was blind, you know, like fish scales. Fish scales are like, you know, very hard to see through. It's barely little light that comes out of fish scales, right? He had fish scales on his eyes. couldn't see. He was blind. And then God removed the scales from his eyes and he could see. So you have to pray for those who have fish scales on their eyes and ask God to remove it off of them. Right? And now uh, we have 37. So then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry? Oh, my fault. Forty, wrath forty. My fault. My fault. The king will reply, "Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me." Then he will say to those on the left, which are the goats, "Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels." Right there, the hell was never created for us. It was made for the devil and those who were the devil's friends. It was never made for us. No one was ever intended to go to or go to hell. Right. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life so after his whole speech he separates the sheep and the goats one gonna go to where God is most present which is eternal life and one will go to eternal punishment eternal is forever like never-ending like infinite that's how that's how long it is like whatever you think is long think longer than that that's how long it's gonna be so what is saying Joshua Choose this day who you who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So every day you it's like, you know, like um, it's like um, how can I explain it? It's like you in your kitchen and you are picking either oranges or apples. Either you're gonna pick oranges or you're gonna pick apples, one or the other. And you gotta make a choice every day. Either you're gonna pick Christ or you're gonna pick yourself. And it says for us to crucify ourselves. Think about how hard. Think of how severe. Jesus was crucified. That's what we have to do for our flesh. And it says, um, let's pull up the scripture. Let me find it real quick. Matthew 5 uh, 30. Real quick. We almost done, y'all. We almost done. Actually, 20, uh, yeah, 29, 29 through 30. Let me know when y'all got that. 5, 29 through 30. Thumbs up when y'all have that uh, virtually, 29 through 30. 5, 29 through 30. Y'all got it virtually. uh in person yep yep good good but i tell you that anyone oh i'm looking at the wrong one if your right eye causes you to stumble gouge it out and throw it away it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell and if your right hand causes you to stumble cut it off and throw it away it is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell what does that mean whatever you think uh let's say let's say um Let's say social media causes you to sin. Delete your account. That's how severe we talking. Delete it. Don't temporarily disable it. Delete it. Have no, have no, scripture says the heart is deceitful. You have to trust in the Lord, not trust in yourself. Don't, self-righteousness is a sin. Pride of life. That's what it's called. So if we, uh, if we, that's why we talked about last week, we talked about pride. We have to humble ourselves and pursue the Lord. We have, to be, we have to put our pride to the side And follow God So It's better to lose your hand He said it's better to lose your hand Than lose both hands and go to hell It's better to cut off drinking So that you can give your life to God Than to keep drinking and go to hell It's better to stop smoking weed Than to keep smoking weed And go to hell It's better to stop having sex before marriage Than to keep having sex before marriage And go to hell That's what he's saying so we have to put put our pride aside and follow God. We have to crucify our flesh and be intent with God. It's better it's better to not go to this party. It's better to not hang out with these friends. It's better to not talk to these family who disrespect God so much than to keep talking to these people, keep going to these parties, keep doing what uh, is absent of God, what God would not approve of, and go to hell. So we have to. Whenever we go into a place, we have to think, what would Christ do? Whenever we thinking, we it says, Scripture says, hold every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. So when your mind, when the devil starts getting in your mind and tells you, oh, God is not real. Hell is it all? Do what you want. Go, go get a drink. It's aggie fest. Do what you want to do. Oh, put them thoughts captive. Go get in your prayer closet and pray. Lord, take these thoughts away from me. I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. Take it away from me, Lord. Please get it away from me. Right? So God is returning soon, sooner rather than later. So we have to prepare ourselves, putting on the full armor of God and being ready. So I encourage y'all this week or next week is what? Aggie fest? There's gonna be partying, there's gonna be drinking, there's gonna be smoking, there's gonna be men and women not wearing modest clothes, there's gonna be secular music, there's gonna be profanity, all of these all of these things that God would not approve of. So I encourage y'all before y'all walk into this party. Will Christ be in this party? Think about it like that. Will Christ approve of me of being in this party? Am I gonna have to repent after I go to this party? Think about that. First thing when we walk into a party, what we see? People not wearing modest clothes, people drunk. First thing you inhale, you 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 get you feeling that smoke, right? So what it say? Be sober be vigilant. So we're not being sober be vigilant. That's one sin. We walk in the door. If we chose not to wear modest clothes, let's see homeboys got the short shorts, shorty got the short shorts. Boom, we're not wearing modest clothes. That's a sin right there. That's two sins when we just walked into the door. We've already chose. We Before we walk into the door, on the way to the party, we've already chose who we're going to serve. I'm going to serve myself tonight. So this week, next week, uh, shoot, What is when does Aggie Fest start? This weekend? Choose who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So... um if y'all need somebody to pray with y'all, if if y'all if y'all uh, if y'all like, man, the devil really in my ear telling me I need to go party. Call me, call anybody that's here, and talk to them. Keep you away from that. Go go spend time. Go be intent with the Lord instead of going out there, partaking in sins that the Lord Will not approve of. Even there's some sins that we are not aware of that we're going to be committing when we when we go to these parties so I, I encourage y'all to not go to these parties spend time with the Lord second Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 along with those who call upon the Lord of a pure heart spend more time with the saints than with the sinners who openly sin we are all sinners but when we give our life to Christ we become saints so walk with Christ and not with with um, with sin and this isn't like a condemning because I don't know none of y'all I don't know if y'all party or not but I'm just saying don't go choose choose who you will serve that's what Joshua is saying to the people now that's the context but we can apply that to ourselves everyday we make a choice we're going to serve the Lord we're going to serve ourselves so during Aggie Fest stay inside buy, spend time with those who believe in God I'm going to try to get an event or something that we could do so because our flesh is going to be craving the party I know I used to party before I gave my life to God I used to party so I know Trust I know. And I'm going to be like, man, this is my last Aggie Fest. I'm a senior. Oh, man, I got a party. Choose this day who you will serve. I got to serve the Lord. That's what I'm called upon as a Christian, a Christ believer. That's what it should be defined as, but everybody got a definition now, nowadays. But Believer of Christ. So we follow Christ. If you believe in him, you work after him. You run after him. You walk with him. And it says walk. It says run and it says walk. We're walking with them because it's a long journey. But we're running after him. That's who we chasing. That's who we pursuing. So, that's all I got for y'all today. What you got? Y'all don't got to turn to so it. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I forgot. Ah, dang, I completely forgot about what you were going to read. My fault, man. Good, so. Y'all got a turn. Romans 12. King James you said Romans 12? King James. You said Romans 12? King James. Yeah.
0: <coughs> I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good, and acceptable, and perfect will of God. For I say, the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than you ought to think, but to think soberly, according to God. Had dealt to every man of the measure of faith. Whereas we as many members in one body, but all members have not the same office, so we being many, are one body in Christ, and every one of members one of another, having then gifts differing according unto the grace that is given unto us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Or ministry, let us wait in our ministry, or he that teacheth, on teaching. Or he that exhorteth, on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that rule with, with diligence, he that showeth with mercy, with cheerfulness. Mm. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave with that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation continuing instant prayer distributing the necessity, the necessity of the saints giving to hospitality bless them which persecute bless and curse not <clears throat> rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep be of the same mind one toward another mind not hide things but condescend to men of a low estate be wise be not wise in your own conceit recompense no man evil for evil provide things honest in the sight of all men if it be possible, as much as it lie within you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather get placed unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I'll repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If you thirst, give him drink. For in doing so, thou shalt eat the cold of fire on his head. Be not overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. All that's really saying is, just live in peace. There's gonna be times where, Decide to distance yourself from other people, but you don't have to do it so in a disrespectful manner. You should separate yourself with love, not necessarily saying, oh, you're not doing this, I'm not really messing with you. Up. If it's not towards your own well-being, just let them go peacefully. Because how you address certain things, it can easily be misinterpreted. But you should still be willing to help that person, even if y'all aren't together. But I'm sure y'all feel like the quote, I still want to see you eat, but just not at my table. You know what I'm saying? You got peaceful.
1: What I took from that, what you just said, uh, when you when you when you when you've taken the steps to give your, when you are like, yo, I'm not gonna partake in these sins no more. I'm not finna hang around my fr- like my friends who cuss and disrespect God and drink and smoke and all these things and go to parties daily. I'm not doing that. Anymore. So look, I love you. Ain't nothing changed. I still love you. But I just can't hang with you no more like that. We still cool. I love you for life. But I just can't hang with you like that because I'm walking on a different path. I'm turning away from all of that. I'm with Christ now. Christ has changed my life. Articulate to that. Articulate that to them, right? Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So everything that we see, we walk by faith and not by sight. Do not conform to what you see. Walk by what you know, by faith, by faith. What we read right here, but why we pray, why we fast, conform to the renewing of your mind. Let God renew your mind. Let God change your mind. Reconcile with him. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. When you walk in with God, when you fully obedient to God, you will understand what God's will is for your life. Because God will speak to you through, your, through new friends you have made. Because the, the old friends have died with the old creation. So you have new friends who are encouraging you to give your, to become closer with God. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. We talk about it all the time. That verse right there. Along with those who call upon the Lord of a pure heart. That's what we're doing right now. Those who call upon the Lord of a pure heart. So be intentional with God. Stop playing with Him. Stop playing with God. Stop playing with our God. Because we believe in Him. So we have to trust and we have to honor Him. Scripture says, um, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. So with our bodies, we got to honor God. See you? But yeah. That's what it says. So, who wants to close this prayer? Because that's all i got for you all. Uh, thank y'all for coming. Go ahead. Grab a hand. Grab a hand. Don't guess, don't guess. Grab, grab, uh, grab Chris over there. <laughs>
2: Right, we, we thank you, O God. We praise your holy name, Father. We exalt your name, God, for who you are, Father. For you are the King of Kings. Yes, you Lord. are the Lord of Lords. You are the everlasting One, O God. And we praise you, O Father. We say thank you for the for your word that has gone forth, God. May it dwell in our hearts, O, o, o Father. May 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 it pierce our hearts. May it pierce our minds, O God. We we beg of you, God. We beg for your mercy to come upon us now, O Father, as we go forth and, and, and go back in, into this world. Oh God. We ask that, that you that you make sin we that, that you make us feel the weight of our sins, oh God. May sin feel like what sin feels to you, oh Father. May us feel the, the the weight of your of our sin, oh God. We ask for your supernatural deliverance to go forth upon us now. That you remove the taste of sin from our mouths, oh God. That you remove it from our minds now, God. That we will walk in righteousness now.
0: And we and, and I ask
2: for and I ask you you God. That, that that everyone that that was here right now will go forth I, we, we we take up every every act of the enemy that, that has been put into their lives I, I disperse it from their lives as far as the east is from the west now i declare their lives a no-fly zone for the enemy i erect a barrier of fire to go forth around them now that will be a hundred mile radius for they, they will no longer encounter the, the, the enemy now that they are hidden with with your love god they were hidden within your your oh god I bind up all backlash, retaliation that would come from this meeting, oh God. I bind up all incidents, accidents, mishaps, catastrophes now, all car accidents now. I bind it up and I send it back to the sender. I come against every word curse that has been sent our way from the enemy. And I say, I send it back to the sender 100 times forth. I say that we will go forth. We will walk in your path. I declare righteousness over over us. I declare peace over us now. And we say this all now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Excellent. Thank
1: Ooh.
2: Recording stopped. Thank you.